But from a Winnipeg standpoint, do you feel this team needs to augment at all? You already have the number one team in the NHL. What could you possibly look to add? Unless I'm wrong on that. Overall, I don't think you tinker with a lot of it. Uh, I think right now, if you're Rick Bonus and Scott Arneal and Brad Lauer and that entire organization, I don't think Kevin Chevaldeoff wants to tinker with too much because not broken. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Yes, guilty as charged. And I'll tell you what, we should have a slogan for this show. Never boring. It's another day. It's been a day. And just ahead of our live guests and then Darren, got a news release come in from my good friends, the Calgary Flames. The Flames announcing today they have recalled goaltender Dustin Wolf from the Calgary Wranglers of the American Hockey League. Additionally, the Flames announced Jacob Markstrom is day-to-day with a lower body injury. More on that in a moment, but the uh, Coyotes are at the Flames tonight. And we have what I'm just saying might be a Stanley Cup final preview tonight. The Leafs at the orders among eight NHL games and a whole heck of a lot of football news to get to. And Shannon Clybrink coming up later this hour from Curling Alberta, five-time Alberta champ, Olympic bronze medalist. But we're heading across the pond now. J.P. McCann and Paul O'Reilly join us. If those games sound Irish, they should. From the Irish Open. G'day, gentlemen. Welcome to the RP Show. How you doing, guys? Hey, Rod. Nice to see you. Hey, Rod. We finally <laughs> nice got our to connection. see you. I can't but We finally got it. And it's good and it's strong, gentlemen. And I'm very interested to know about the Irish Open coming up this spring. And you guys also have a Canadian connection. But the Irish Open, what do people need to know about this poker tournament? Well, this, the Irish Open, Rod, is the second oldest poker tournament in the world, uh, behind the behind the World Series in Vegas, and the oldest, obviously, in Europe. So it's uh, it's, it's over 43 years old, and uh, but it's an eight-day poker festival with a difference. It's not like any other poker festival in the world. Um, it's 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 more about a mix of poker and entertainment, and everybody having a great time. <laughs> oh, I can just imagine. Just the name Irish in it kind of tells me that it probably is a good time. But it's not just pros, if I'm not mistaken. Tell me about that twist. Is it amateurs as well? Yeah, it's mostly amateurs. Um, the buy-in is an affordable price. It's 1,150 euros, a million guaranteed. So we attract players, from recreational players that play home games to pros and stellar players who... Um, come because obviously we get a massive field last year we had just under two and a half thousand players at the event uh, for about two and a half thousand players for the main event we had over eight thousand players uh, participants during the, the week um, and funnily enough Canada is our third largest demographic that we have of players after Ireland and England Okay, folks, I'm sure you just got everybody's attention. You certainly got mine. Thousands of players uh, in the Irish Open. So tell me what kind of a spectacle this is. Tourist event. It's, it's kind of mind-boggling to me. Something that you guys are obviously quite proud of. Yeah, it's um, the event. I'm not sure if you've been to a poker event. A lot of poker events have worked a lot around the world. People come. And it's poker 24-7. That's, that's all they're there for. They're there for poker. Um, what we've tried to do with the event since we took over the event in 2016 is make it 
make the off the felt activities as interesting as possible. So every day we've got live music on, we've different competitions like uh, shuffleboard competitions um, and different entertainments and tours. So a lot of people come to Dublin, visit, play the poker, but while they're there, they go off to uh, maybe the Guinness Hop House and stuff like that. So, so we, we create all these off the felt activities for the players. So while they're here, they get to see a bit of Dublin, see a bit of Ireland and play poker while they're there as well. Well, now you got me wanting to come, and I'm not even a gambler. Uh, <laughs> it sounds like a whole lot of fun. How many countries are represented amongst the players, off the top of your head? Last year, we had 76 different countries. Uh, we, had, we had people from 76 different countries arrive into Dublin last year. And uh, apart from the main event, Rod, there is, which is 1100 it's like 1700 Canadian dollars. Uh, we have, like, we have events going from, like, we have an event this year, for example, 200 to 200 euros, and let's say about 250 Canadian dollars with a half a million guarantees. So somebody's going to buy into an event for 200, dollars, 200 euros, and they're going to win over 100,000 euros. Uh, and it's, and, it, and it's, it's those types of players that we tailor this, this week's event for. This is not tailored for lads who are walking in with five and ten thousands and just, as JP was saying, playing poker and just playing poker. Like, we have, now, I know it's just a stereotypical Irish thing. Like, we have five bars at the Irish Open. We have music every night, DJs every night, karaoke competitions, all sorts of things going on. So there's something for, some, there's something for somebody every day of the week. You don't have to play poker for eight days. You can just enjoy yourself, which is, it's all about enjoying yourself. Yeah, it's a party. It's an event. Now, before I let you go, and thank you for that, Paul, by the way, you have a Canadian connection. You guys are coming to Canada here before long, or did I mishear that? We're here. We're in, we're in Calgary at the moment. We were over in Montreal for a couple of days. Oh. Um, and we have quite a few friends from Canada that come visit the Irish Open every year. So we're, we're actually here with them at the moment. We're on a little tour around Canada promoting the event, trying to organize some live satellites. Um, Obviously, we have online partners, PokerStars and Paddy Powerplin are two online partners that run satellites online. So we've satellites available for players in Canada to play on the PokerStars four nights a week. Um, and we're out here at the moment trying to organize a couple of live satellites in various different casinos in Canada at the moment. If people rather check out our website, for example, and they go to the satellite section, they can see that they can qualify online for the event. You can actually qualify for the Irish Open main event online for as little as one dollar. And you, you, you can what is your that website? Our so website is www.irishpokeropen.com, and in there you have details on hotels, details on entertainment, details on satellites, details on the history of the event. That shows you that the it's the cheap way for people to win a seat is to actually go online we've uh you can actually play in ontario now the ontario players as well can now actually play as well so basically the whole of canada can nearly qualify online for a very reasonable amount of money several times a week okay well irishopenpoker.com jp and paul thank you for this i'm glad it's warmed up a little bit in calgary i've been checking the temperatures there enjoy yourself say hi to all our friends in the casinos there and uh, thanks for the time today thanks rod thank, thank you very much rod for having us on appreciate it appreciate it guys uh 
so they're in Calgary. Okay, unreal. Hard to believe to me that their windows weren't fogging up in that vehicle because I know a little bit about Canadian winters. Okay, so while they do that, we're going to bring the moose back in. Hey, and I know that <laughs> my sign blew over here. We're trying to bring on the poker guys. <laughs> uh, moose is in Sask, and it's colder than a well digger's ass there. <laughs> hey. Hi. Woosa, as we say, yes. Darren, uh, never never boring. Do you want to throw that? You want to make up a, a meme or an ad? Never boring. The RP yeah. show. If I if I if I asked you know, if I if I told you we could go to Ireland, hang out at a poker tournament, you know, do the Ireland thing for a couple of weeks, is that something you might be interested in? I would do it. Can Serena come? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I was saying to Joe today on the phone, I'm like, that's Jeff Reinbold's territory now, isn't it? It seems like every time I open my social media, Jeff's doing something in Ireland with the football community and the NFL fans there. I don't know. It kind of feels like uh, the universe coming together. Okay. Well, if you've that, <laughs> I'm up for everything, as you know, <laughs> and anything. I want to tell the guys as we sit here, Guys, Serena said she is available for Thursday, noon Eastern, signing off the show because Darren is doing curling. And there goes the sign again. <laughs> oh, boy. I kind of like it you on know, that angle. Looks pretty good. I like it. Do you? Okay. You're seeing that I got to pay you go. my yeah, fans. Yeah, those face. I um, like it. Yeah. Allie has written in from Texarkana and says, can I come? Everybody wants to go. Jay in Winnipeg says poker and drinking, a bad mix. Um, <laughs> Allie said, I could listen to them talk all day. I love the accent. To be honest, it wasn't as hard to decipher as I thought it would be. Were you watching the interview? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, you talk to people in Canada and talking about newfies. Some of them watch our show. They'd be a lot harder to understand than the Irish accent. And uh, if Allie's asking, yeah, we're up for a, a road trip to Ireland. We could make that happen. That'd be cool. Since we're completely off the rocker, and I'll just read this one comment here because I appreciate John Ohm for sticking with us. John Ohm, he says, I bet a wee bit of Irish whiskey being consumed in the tournament. Uh, yeah. Let's just... It's 111 Eastern, and that scares the hell out of me. Because I don't know that we're on any path here whatsoever at all. What we're talking about right now and what we're doing, but. Beautiful. But that's okay. <laughs> yeah, but that's okay. I don't know why this has popped into my head or why this is entertaining at all or why I find it entertaining. <laughs> but last night during the Buffalo Pittsburgh playoff game, I. Assume you were watching it at your abode in the Queen City. There was a tornado warning, and I'm still learning the areas around here. Serena's lived here five, six years. She knows them all, right? She's in the kitchen making supper, and I'm sitting on the couch in the living room watching the football game, and I'm like, hey, 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 they've just broken into the, the game coverage because of tornado coverage. It was the Palm Beach 
local CBS affiliate or whatever that had it. And she's like, well, what county is it? And I'm like, I don't know, Martin or Milton? I still don't know what it was. But they stayed with this tornado coverage, Darren, for like an hour. And Serena's like, oh, these football fans are going to want to burn the TV station down. Because one half the people here are from Buffalo, and those that aren't are from Pittsburgh. Down here, it's those, their teams that's playing. And there's tornadoes that are hitting. I'm like, where am I? Even on the prairies, tornadoes are like a summer thing. And they said that on the television here in Palm Beach. They're like, normally it's the summer that we have these tornado warnings. One hit in Fort Lauderdale two weeks ago. Why I'm talking about this, I'm not totally sure. But don't you just feel they like the weather is... And by the way, with the... Yeah, go ahead. Go. Go. Well, it's the same thing about the weather. They did that. Not the weather, but um, on the Lions-Rams game on the weekend. If you saw it, I think NBC had the broadcast of the Lions and Rams. And all the NBC affiliate in Dallas, as there was two minutes left... And Jared Goff was starting to kneel out the game. They just said they cut away from the game and cut to the news. Like, oh, well, it's over now. And the guy started oh, doing his God. newscast, you know. And it was just kind of funny it's... that uh, Dallas had had enough of the NFL for the year. Uh, they just cut the game off. They were done. What a business that is. this has become, I swear. Uh, Brent in Wellington, Florida. Appreciate you sticking with us, Brent, who, by the way, is an original Regina guy. I love that he loves this show. Gives him a taste of home where we still talk about new world topics, too. But he says, a few ticked off Bills fans, LOL. Right? That, and that, it was Serena that pointed it out. She was like, they better get back to that game soon. Do they not understand? It reminds me of... The older viewers are going to have to tickle my memory. Darren won't know the name, I don't think. But there was a Maple Leaf by the name of Spinner Spencer. And, like years and years and years ago. 70s. And Hockey Night in Canada switched from, in the 70s, from the Leaf game to the Habs game. Took it off the air in the region where Spencer's dad was watching it. He went to the TV station with a shotgun and shot it up. Like, it's not a threat. <laughs> People oh. will do this. Yeah, yeah. It's not an empty threat. Um, no, you know dads, or in this case, Bill's fans. So we have a couple minutes left in this segment, and I don't even know where to go from here. Trent in Norway checking in. Watching right now on the streams, Moose, and he says, <laughs> Trent in Norway here, Dublin is a great tourist city. I played there once in 2013 and the pub life is second to none. The Guinness Storehouse was a great tour as well. I feel like we may be a few years late for my lifestyle to go to Ireland, but we'll go anyways. Just, you know what I mean? And whenever I... I just see the huh? photo albums. Here's Rod in a purple crown and a purple robe hit the slideshow, and now he's in a leprechaun hat and a green robe, and we'll flip to something else. What's next? Forget it. She wants. To, she was talking about wanting to dress for next Halloween as Reg and Francine Dunlop from Slapshot. How about that? Ooh. Paul Newman. Paul Newman and Jennifer Warren. And I'm like, well, we could do it, but then all we would need is Halloween parties to attend. 
what are we going to do? Go trick-or-treating as Reg and Francine Dunlop? We'd be arrested. And in a leather suit, I'd die. And a turtleneck? And a medallion? But I'm willing to do it. Ah, uh, okay. Hang on. Thank you. Thank you. Th I'm not completely full of hot air. John Ohm writes in and says, On December 12th, 1970, Roy Spencer, father of Brian Spencer, a hockey player with the Toronto Maple Leafs, was shot in front of CKPG radio and TV. Now that is in Prince George. Been there at the Iron Horse. Don't ask. Great place. That's where it happened. Spinner Spencer's dad shot up the TV station. He ended up being shot by the RCMP. Because the CBC switched away from his kids' game from the Leafs. You didn't know that, did you? No, I didn't. But what a story. No. A true story. And I swear, and Mike Lee, I'm probably having a giggling fit right now watching this show in Hawaii right now. Because he's been writing me about things that I've said. But you've seen Forrest Gump, haven't you? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. How many times? Eh, probably two or three times. Yeah, okay. So you get it. I, 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 I got a, sla a snapshot of my future. And I believe one day I will end up on a park bench just babbling to the random person beside me about all these stories that I've had. And eh. Whoever will <laughs> One listen. time... <laughs> One time, Spinner Spencer's dad shot up the TV station in Prince George. You know what I mean? Just like, just like Forrest Gump. I'll just sit there babbling for hours. And by the time, like now it seems like forever, but by 2045 or whatever year it will be, that will feel like, oh my, they shot up a what? What's a TV station? <laughs> yeah. Hey, <laughs> an NHL scout writing in and saying, where haven't you been? NHL scout just wrote that. I haven't been to Chicago. It's the last place left on my bucket list. And we'll be doing that coinciding with two things. I want to go see Connor Bedard play. And I want to see the Gallagher house on the south side from Shameless. I want to see the, the house that the Gallagher family lived in. Those are the two things I want to see. And that's it. Then I'll be good. I'll be ready to die. Be good to go. Nice. We're going to play NHL breakaway bets tonight's NHL games and take a look at the upcoming weekend NFL divisional playoff games, too. And Shannon Clyde breaks on the way. We are live on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Need a champion for your charity event? An all-star for your seminar? How about an Olympian to give a winning keynote speech? EMJ Marketing is the place to go. EMJ Marketing is one of Canada's top speaker bureaus with some of Canada's most recognizable athletes and entertainers on their roster. EMJ also represents a wide range of impactful keynote speakers and MCs. So whether you need to fill a spot on stage or someone to arrange the entire event, do it with one stop, EMJ Marketing. Take the first step to success for your next event. Visit emjmarketing.com. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it.
Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. Yeah, hey, Canada's top men's curling teams are into the thick of the season, and their eyes were on a trip to Regina for the 2024 Montana's Briar in March, presented by AGI. Single draw tickets range in price from $24 to $70, depending on the draw and seat selection. But youth tickets are just $9.99 for all draws. Curling Canada is committed to providing affordable options so the entire family can enjoy this world-class event. Don't delay. Get your tickets now. Curling.ca slash tickets. Uh, Moose, we will get to the uh, NHL news in a second in the, in the games tonight. They're really enjoying us off-roading today. Yes. And uh, with regards to uh, me ending up one day sitting on a bench, and I swear this is going to happen. It's, it was a premonition. Yes. I will one day be sitting on a bench babbling to the person beside me about my life experiences like they made a movie on Forrest Gump. And that will look tame compared to mine. Uh, Brent in Wellington, Florida, <laughs> writes in. He says, you're in Boca. You won't have to go far to find a nice old lady to listen to you. Um, Brent's new to this show. I'm sure he didn't know that my barber here, my hairdresser, also cuts Robert Kraft's sister's hair. I get all the Patriots intel from my hairdresser. Isn't that where it all goes down? And uh, I said, you're going to have to introduce me to her one day, Melissa. And she goes, well, if you ever see, <laughs> you know this story, if you ever see a little old lady in her 80s with a blonde bob, that's her. Yeah, that's every lady in Boca. Everyone. You have to be more specific. Uh, regarding Chicago, Ryan in Saratoga, New York says, I loved Chicago. The United Center is a great barn to attend a hockey game. Okay, speaking of hockey games, we'll get to that in a second, but I did tell Serena, we're watching too much Shameless. I had a dream about Frank Gallagher the other night. I had a dream about him. About and I also that? had a dream... Yeah, I swear to God. It's a long story. It's a long story. We were decided, we all lived in a, in a uh, cottage. And we decided we had to replace the cottage. The foundation was cracking. So we were like, are we going to build a brand new cottage and foundation or just build a new foundation and move the building onto the foundation? And Frank Gallagher said, I'm just happy with whatever makes everybody else happy. That's what he said in my dream. And I also dreamt that I was alone skating in the Brand Center in Regina, which has happened before. It's happened before in real life. I had the whole ring to myself, and I was just skating up and down and taking shots and doing infinity like eights, you know, stops and starts. Like the whole thing. And you know it's a dream because you're sitting there going, can we hurry this up? It was one of those dreams. Isn't that odd? Because I would sit in Saskatchewan and dream about being here, and now I'm living in Florida and dreaming about there. <laughs> I know. It the mind does no funny sense. things, man. Oh, does it ever. 100% true story. Okay. Um, I see they're talking tonight that Kyle Connor is back for the Winnipeg Jets. So let's talk about breakaway bets. I had to play by myself yesterday, our NHL bets segment, but that's okay. Yeah. That was my fault. I didn't, uh, I didn't, uh, well, you weren't here. That's right. So what we do every day, and I can't, I can't believe how popular this has been 
amongst our viewers and listeners. Darren and I take the night's games in the National Hockey League and we pick winners. And it's just for fun. It's like sport fishing. It's do it for fun. <laughs> yeah. So tonight it's the Seattle it's the Seattle Kraken at the New York Rangers. Who are you taking to win, Moose? Straight up. I'll take the Rangers straight up in this one tonight. Seattle just lost, right? And had their win streak snapped. Um, I'll take Seattle just because. They're actually a better team than you think. And I think the Rangers are fool's gold. Mm. Write it down. Anaheim Ducks at Washington. Who are you taking? Capital. Yeah, I'm going to take the Caps too. Any particular reason? I think the Ducks burned their uh, their magic last night, you know, with that win. And, um, you know, I think it's going to run out tonight. Yeah, yeah. Well, they just played yesterday, as you say. Uh, so I think they might yeah. be a tired bunch. Colorado. Well, and as I say, I, I, I appreciate a lot of the people that are, were here from last hour. I don't know why I decided to go into that Panthers fan group that I belong to on Facebook just to read what they were saying. It was literally, whoop, turn around, out. <laughs> why? Why did I do that? Colorado at Ottawa. This one should be easy, especially with the Avs losing in Montreal the other night. I'll take Colorado yeah. to win. Times two. Okay. The New York Islanders at the Winnipeg Jets. Jets coming off a loss, and the Islanders really aren't that good. They've been exposed as fool's gold, I think. Who are you like it in this one tonight at Canada Life Center? But the Isles still have the ability to kind of play spoiler and, and, and play with a lot of these teams, but I'll take the Jets. I, I don't think this will turn into a, a slump for them. I think they'll get right back on track and be okay. I'm with you. I'll go with the Jets as well. But sometimes when you get the big star back, like reportedly the Jets are going to tonight, everybody else lets down. Yeah. I don't know if it's a human nature thing or what, but I've seen it a million times. Everybody else on the ice is like, well, let's watch Kyle do it. You know, they yeah. stop working. But I don't think that'll happen with them. The Los Angeles Kings of the Dallas Stars. Kings upsetting Carolina and snapping their long losing streak yesterday kings at stars who do you like i like the kings i think they'll be a little streaky so i think they'll put a couple of wins together here in a row i'm taking the dallas stars don't take that to the bank it's interesting we i've got said i could talk about the dallas stars for a long time like tom gallardi absolutely every single almost every single person that i knew that work for the stars are all gone. Yeah. And they're not big fans of Gillardi because they're not there. Some guys are still there, but you can't argue with what they've done. You can't argue with what they've done. They're perennially a contender. They've been in the Stanley yeah. Cup final. So yeah. San Jose at Chicago, the toilet bowl. This one's brought to you by Mr. Clean. San Jose at Chicago. Who wants to lose I'll take, most? Who do you I got? think San Jose Who? will win this game tonight. I'll take San Jose. I will too. Arizona Coyotes at the Calgary Flames. Dustin Wolf called up. I, 
Andre Tourigny should be given some consideration for coach of the year as far as I'm concerned. It will be and should be Rick talking of Vancouver, but Arizona have no business being anywhere near a playoff spot. As you can see, I'm calling it up here right now. But they are. <laughs> uh, they've, they, 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 they've slipped. They're three points back now, but Arizona at Calgary tonight. Flames, by the way, two points out of a playoff spot. This is a big one tonight in the Saddledome. Who yeah, wins? and I think it was the dad's weekend for Calgary. They went in there and they, what do they win, 6-2? to two. Um, I, I'll take the Flames again. Usually I'll take the other team to split the, series, the two games, but no, I'll take, uh, take Calgary. Uh, they're calling it the mentor's trip. That's what I saw. Uh-huh. Because not everybody has a dad, you know. We Everybody's need to be gotta have their own it's not thing. a dad's trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, it's not some of their real dads. I don't know exactly what they say, but you get it. Some of these guys are big brothers. From big brothers and big sisters, they're mentors. It's not their dad. Lanny's here. <laughs> Just the way it is. Brenton Wellington, hey, the old, writes in the old says, way has been burnt to the ground. Wow. Okay, it's being torched to the ground. Oh my God, has it ever? <laughs> Brenton Wellington, Florida says, "Sad, isn't it? You have to educate them." Well, you know what? Somebody's got to. It might as well be me. What did Dennis Hall say? He signed up for Big Brothers. You were there when he said it. I knew what was coming. The line. Dennis Hall, everybody, the Chicago Chicago Blackhawks, great. He said he signed up for Big Brothers. Yeah, every Sunday his brother Bobby comes by and they go for a walk. (laughs) How about that? Toronto at Edmonton. Toronto at Edmonton tonight. I see that you voted on Instagram. I can see who voted. You voted that it would be a Stanley Cup final preview on Instagram, but you said on the air that it's not. So what is it, mister? Yeah. Spicy. Um, it, it, I've come around. It is a Stanley Cup final, final preview. It's not that hard. Nobody's no. going to remember. I, I know, but it's not the only one, right? It's not the only one, but it could. It's 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 a a, a big possibility. So yeah, I have to vote yes. <sighs> Darren, it's okay. Just pick a side. <laughs> you can feel me getting uncomfortable through the screen, can't you? It's not that hard. Nobody will remember, believe me. It's a 24-hour society. They forgot (laughs) what happened in the past. They're not thinking about the future yet. Who wins? Toronto wins. They've had. So you always pick Toronto. Okay. Well, I'll take uh, I'll take Edmonton just to be a fly in the ointment. I'm glad to see that it's warmed up in Alberta. I really am for those that are going to the hockey game. And you are traveling, so thank you for the time. Safe travel. So we'll see you uh, when we see you. You bet. Sounds good. Speaking of speaking of traveling, we're going to do a little more when we come back. We're live on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Are you struggling in life, perhaps feeling hopeless? 
or even battling an addiction that's taking your life down the drain. It's time you made the decision to stop the struggle and contact Peterson Recovery. Hi, Rod Peterson here, and I've been a licensed recovery coach since 2017, helping athletes, entertainers, and soldiers get their lives back and go on to lead a happy life. Now, I'd like to help you. Mental health is real, and sometimes all it takes is some guidance from someone who's been there. Follow Peterson Recovery on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and DM me, or email petersonrecovery at aol.com. It's never too late. Oh, yeah. He's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Been back for 1,159 shows. And, uh, hey, by the way, everybody, Canada's top men's curling teams are in the hunt for the 2024 Montana's Briar, presented by AGI in the Brand Center in Regina. And tickets are on sale now for single draws, $24 to $70, depending on the draw and where your seat is. But all kids' tickets are $9.99. Get yours now at curling.ca slash tickets. You can pick up your Scotty's tickets there, too. It's at the beautiful Windsport in Calgary. And joining us to talk about that and a variety of things is the great Shannon Clybrink. Big fans here, part of our Curling Canada partnership. Shannon, welcome to the RP Show. And as we get in this trail now, Saskatchewan Provincials are on this week. What does that do for you as someone who's won five Alberta championships and an Olympic bronze? What's, what emotions is it stirring up? Well, excitement for sure. Getting ready to sit in front of the TV for a few hours in the next couple of weekends here. Yeah, over the next three weekends, I guess, all of the provinces and territories will declare their rep for the Scotties. So exciting times. Well, you know, we could jump right into this. Our good friend Alan Cameron with Curling Canada said to talk about the territorial competitions. And it lost me somewhere along the line. Can you explain this? You, for me, it was provincials to nationals. Boom. What's in between? What's uh, the deal here? Oh, no, I think he's just talking about the actual territories. So Northwest Territories, um, Yukon, and Nunavut. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay, Nunavut fair enough. Well, and speaking of that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because you've been in so many Scotties, I should ask you, what was your thought on the territories? Uh, none of it announcing that they will not be sending a rep to the Scotties this year because you are part of developing the game in Alberta. You must have some thoughts on that happening with none of it. Yeah, it's really too bad that they don't have a rep that's, that's able to come this year. Uh, they do have some development um, to do in that territory for a, a team to sort of be Scotties ready. Um, and I know that they have an issue with a lot of their young people. You know, they develop them to a certain age and then they move away. Uh, so, you know, it is a difficult uh, part of the Canada to get a, a really competitive team together in. Well, for you, can you talk a little bit about your role with Curling Alberta? And, you know, that's part of your thing. Your duty now is, is growing the game across Wild Rose country. So you, you, we always knew you weren't going to be too far from it. Uh, what are you doing now with Curling Alberta? Well, I'm actually the director of Curling Center Development. So I work with the 188 clubs in Alberta. Um, everything from grassroots curling and promoting youth programs and uh, helping with their strategic plans and all of those things. The business of curling, really. Mm -hmm. Wow. What do you love about that job? Oh, you know, really all of it. <laughs> Just to be able to work in the sport that's been the, my passion my whole life. Um, to have this like last little part of my working career be in the sport it is a gift. So I know I love uh, going up to visit the clubs and helping them with their youth programs, introducing new people to the sport. 
uh, almost every weekend. So yeah, it's a, it's a dream job really. Yeah, five-time Alberta champion Shannon Clybrink is with us. And if I was reading this, I would have thought it was a typo. Did you say 188 curling clubs in Alberta? Yes, there's 188 members of Curling Alberta, and there's probably a handful of 20 to 25 that are smaller rings that are not. Uh, so we have over 200 still up and running in the province. Wow. Wow. So let me say... When did you look back at your career and say to represent that province five times with, is that, is that the toughest province to get out of in your mind? And you know, I, I don't know if we can say that, I mean, Ontario, Manitoba, Saskatchewan are all very tough every year as well, but uh, it certainly felt tough when we were in the mix of it. <laughs> and I'm, I'm on the warm side of the glass coaching Team Skrillic now, and uh, they, they won actually last year to go to the Scotties for the first time. And uh, they're wondering if it's going to be, you know, five or 10 years before they can repeat. It's, it's such a tough field here, so. Yeah, you make, a good, you make a good point about those other provinces, but man, oh man, I mean, we all watched it, but tell me what was the secret to uh, to the road to getting out because of the competition was so stiff for your teams in particular five times to the national scotties oh i think just uh having a passion for the game and practicing every day <laughs> so it takes a lot of time and commitment a lot of days on the road we were usually away back in those days when i was playing in you know 2017 before you're on the road 80 days of the year uh, the teams now are on more with all of the grand slams that they're participating in and lots of overseas uh, competitions popping up and a lot of them play mixed doubles too uh you know a lot of them don't hold down full-time jobs anymore they're just curlers um yeah oh it's un it's unbelievable the way that the, the the sport has grown but also the demands on the competitors but the road is to get to win sport in calgary the wonderful facility and let's talk about the scotties because you're a vice chair for that i understand the tickets are flying for that i mean calgary loves its curling or is it not just calgarians what, what are you seeing there with people that are snapping up tickets for the scotties you know, it's both. It's Calgary, and I think people are traveling, and there's people from all over all over the country buying the tickets. Um, we're not in sold-out status yet, uh, luckily, but we don't have the full event packages available any longer, just single seats for the final weekend. And, uh, yeah, hopefully we get it to standing room by the end of, by the end of uh, well, we're 30 days out. We're officially one month out today. Well, and you're just getting into the thick of, as we just said, of the provincial races. So again, that, that, that says something that you sold so many tickets and they don't even know who the field is yet. <laughs> you right. know, like, what do you think the secret is to that? I think people are just ready for a, a, an in-person, really great curling event. Um, and especially in, in this venue, the patch, the original 16 patch is connected. Uh, so they can just watch the game, walk over and have some fun in the patch. It's just going to be a really great uh, social outing for everyone, and it's, it's easy to sell these tickets. Lots of great entertainment in that patch. Too. Yeah, sure. Well, it's funny when Winsport was being built, it's the home of Hockey Canada. Did you ever think that it would host such major curling events? I mean, maybe that was, maybe that was the plan all along, but I mean, the, the bubble was there for the Briar and the Scotty back in the day, and now they're back. Did you think that it would just fit so well for curling when that thing was being built? Well, I was hoping because I knew it had the twin arenas and it would be such a great <laughs> venue for curling. And so they have hosted uh, a Continental Cup there. There was a Pan Continental. And of course, you mentioned the bubble where there were many events uh, and now the Scotties. So it really has become a, a great curling venue for us. 
Yeah, well, and easy and, I think, very easy to get in and out of Canada Olympic Park there to go as far as parking goes and all the rest. Mm -hmm. Curling.ca slash tickets is the place to go for tickets. What's your best pitch if people haven't bought tickets and they're sitting on the fence, Shannon? Why should they here in the next 30 days? Well, because if you don't, there won't be any. <laughs> no, just really, honestly, if, if you want to be there for championship weekend, now is the time to buy your tickets. There are still some left, single seats. Um, being sold, but you know, I, I can't guarantee that that would be the case if you know you're a walk-up person. Um, and opening weekend has some great matchups as well. We already know that Homan, Einerson, Jones will be there. Um, so if, if if not the the ending weekend, then perhaps the the beginning part is a good option as well. Some great seats available. Yeah, it's funny you say that because the Briar has a few rinks already teams confirm for their event you're right there are a few and you know that they're going to be great for the scotty so curling.ca slash tickets to get there is anything else you'd like to pass along shannon and by the way i've really enjoyed this interview it's the first time i've ever had a chance to chat with you but anything else we haven't covered yet that you'd like to get out no i don't think so i just hope to see everyone there i'm hoping for standing room only at the end and uh, i know it's gonna be a great atmosphere and really looking forward to being a part of it It'll be fantastic, and with you involved, uh, no doubt it'll be a success. Shannon, thank you. Appreciate it. Stay warm. Thanks for having me. Shannon Clybring from Curling, Alberta, joining us. Five-time provincial champion, Olympic bronze medalist as part of a Hall of Fame career in the wonderful sport. What do they call it? The Roaring Game. Talking Scotties 2024. We'll be back with a sports update and uh, audience takeover when we return. We're live on the Game Plus television network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. You got something to say? You want to add to this show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. Hey, we're landing the plane on a very busy Tuesday in the world of sports, but a fun one. And obviously some very interesting and out-of-the-box guests here on the RP Show today. We got breaking news in a few regards. I'll tell you, if you want to get your comments in, get them in now. Because after this sports update, I'll rattle off a few and then we gone. <laughs> it's funny because I mentioned, and I, I was not joking about this. I will end up at a bus bench someday, probably somewhere around here, babbling to the next person beside me about stories, places I've been, people I've known, troubles I've seen. <laughs> Allie in Texarkana says, where and when? From my good bud Norm Fong, the Hall of Fame equipment manager of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, Fongo writes in and says, Rod, whatever bench you're sitting on telling stories, I hope I'm sitting beside you listening to them. Signed, Fongo. Right says on. the only guy in the, says the only guy in the world that probably has more stories than me and better ones. Fongo. He's got some mutes. So here's the breaking news of which I spoke. The surging Winnipeg Jets are getting one of their biggest offensive weapons back with the return of leading goal scorer Kyle Connor. 
The Jets announced today that the 27-year-old left winger is available for Winnipeg's game tonight against the visiting New York Islanders. The update comes after Connor was a full participant in Winnipeg's practice Monday for the first time since sustaining an injury from the Ducks' Ryan Strom neon knee hit back on December the 10th. From... Las Vegas, that's the place line. Former Toronto Blue Jays slugger Jose Bautista has bought into Las Vegas Light FC of the United Soccer League. The 43-year-old Bautista, nicknamed Joey Bats, as primary investor takes over as chairman and governor of the club. Bautista played in the majors from 04, starting with the Orioles, to 2018 with the Phillies, and in between with the Toronto Blue Jays, 08, 17. More breaking news from the Canadian Football League. How about this? Longtime CFL coach Jeff Reinbold, you know him, has accepted a position at the University of Hawaii, according to the Star Advisor. He will reportedly coach the interior of the team's defensive line. The 66-year-old from South Bend, Indiana, spent this past season as the special teams coordinator and assistant defensive backs coach with the Hamilton Tiger Cats. His third stint with the team. Does that mean he's done with us, Clark? Probably, eh? That's usually how it goes. <laughs> yeah. This, okay, this sports update brought to you by Landmark Cinemas. In theaters now, The Beekeeper. Starring Jason Statham, Josh Hutcherson, Jeremy Irons, Dan Lee, Minnie Driver, and Felicia Rashad. In The Beekeeper, one man's brutal campaign for vengeance takes on national stakes after he is revealed to be a former operative of a powerful and clandestine organization known as The Beekeepers. From the director of Fury and End of Watch. And also brought to you by Common Crown Brewing Company turning your everyday common beer into a unique and exceptional experience. Visit commoncrown.ca. Well, this is a weird feeling. We've gotten to everything we wanted to today and more. Aside from maybe is not as much talk about the NFL Divisional Playoff games this weekend as I would have liked, Saturday it's Houston and Baltimore, followed by Green Bay at San Francisco. Sunday it's Tampa Bay at Detroit and Kansas City at Buffalo. If your team is out, I'd love to know who you're cheering for now. Um, for me, it's not new, and I was going to say I hope you don't mind, but I don't really care what people think. I cheer for players, not teams. And that's rankled some teams, and it's rankled some fans. I also don't care about that. I'm a Baker Mayfield fan. What are you going to do when... He plays for four teams in two years, but you're a fan of the guy. Stop cheering for him? No, I'm on the Bucks train. And it just so happens I got a lot of Bucks gear here. That worked out well. And by the way, my sponsor, Bob, who I talk to regularly, yeah, my 12-step sponsor, asked me how it's going over here in South Florida that the Buccaneers are still playing and the Dolphins aren't. I'm like, well, in my third winter here, I can confidently say this. They don't spit talk or talk junk about Tampa Bay here. They don't. They don't. Um, who they, they It's not like they don't hate anybody. They hate the Bills. They hate the Patriots. They hate the New York Jets, division rivals. As far as Tampa goes, they love Tom Brady. They talk about Tom Brady here 
every day. They just wish he was a Dolphin. But they don't hate Tampa. And I look back and I'm embarrassed at the petty little rivalries that I got into, whether it was Regina, Saskatoon, Regina, or Sask, Calgary, or Sask, Winnipeg. Why? They don't do that here. Well, divisional rivalries, yes, but it's not personal in any regard here. I appreciate Daryl writing in from Regina, Daryl B. He says, Rod, you and the Moose are, ta- are spot on. Top-notch sports news, entertainment, and excellence in broadcasting, period. All others in your biz are lost in their own fog. Keep up the best you are. Well, how about that guy, Daryl? And then he signs, Burr, Regina. If you go to my personal Instagram, just to give you an idea how I roll, go to Rod Peterson Official on Instagram. Today, I went to surf for a... No, I wasn't surfing. I was looking around for a new coffee shop to go to. There's literally about a million here. And I went to one called Long Story Short. And uh, right next to it is a tailor's place, alterations. And there was a sandwich board on the street that said, drop pants here. Drop your pants here. I took a picture of it and put it on my Instagram. (laughs) Right. And I thought at the time, a lot of stuffy broadcasters and journalists would not do that because they would be afraid of how it would look. I don't care. It's funny. Drop your pants here. (laughs) Almost did. So thank you. It's about entertainment. We can still get serious when we have to. Um, David in Winnipeg writes in and says, Hey, Rod, give your bobblehead a shake if you think the Leafs make the finals. What do you think, Barky? my Alexander Barker. This is my most prized possession. These jerseys are sold out, by the way. You can't buy these in stores. Hey, I'd <laughs> it was exactly what I'd hoped would happen did. Just mentioning, and Clark agreed, he knows that this might be a Leafs, this Leafs orders game tonight might be a Stanley Cup final preview. Just mentioning it drove people completely batty. That was the idea. We'll do it all over again tomorrow, noon Eastern, right here. Game Plus and Key Radio. Who has more fun than us?